0: Thanks for checking out the site. We're into more than law and politics around here. After my rant, keep listening, and I'll introduce one of our top 50 songs of all time. I'm Royal Oaks, and this is The Royal Oaks Show. There's one big argument in favor of legalizing drugs, and it's called freedom. Our nation is built on the idea that if you're not poking somebody else in the face, you can live your life the way you want to. Now, some folks talk about how drugs have an impact on people's lives and the society. It costs money to take care of people who get mixed up with drugs. Well, there are a lot of things that have an impact on people and society, like alcohol. How about drunk driving? How about alcoholism? How about lost productivity? How about ruined lives? But It's perfectly legal. We feel good about the fact that we don't allow certain ads on TV, but it's legal because we believe in freedom. What about eating unhealthy food, or too much of it? We've all seen the statistics about how much that costs us, but it's legal. Except in Mayor Bloomberg's New York, where Mr. Ayatollah tried to take away our Sweetums 128-ounce bucket of sugar water. Where in the world does the government get off setting up these moral standards that we're supposed to live up to? The Blue Noses were ridden out of town years ago. Well, they were, right? I mean, we let transgender boys shower with girls. Did you like that one? The Obama administration is threatening a school with penalties of $6 million in lost funds if they don't let a young man who's decided he's now a young woman, even though he hasn't had the surgery, shower with the girls in the wide open shower room that I've heard described. People talked about a compromise. Well, let her have a little private area. It'll still be in the girls' gym, but she won't be, you know, flopping around in the presence of the other girls. Oh, no. Our politically correct society wouldn't put up with that. Where is the politically correct, super-strong society when you need it? Why can't it flex its muscles and stop wasting half the gross national product chasing after consensual drug use? I mean, we have softcore porn that abounds on cable TV every night, or so I've heard. The blue noses have lost the culture war, so... One, When are these winners going to have the balls to insist on legalizing drugs? Now, some people say, oh, but some drugs are really, really bad. You know what? So what? A lot of things people do are really, really bad for them. About compulsive gamblers, ruining their lives and their families and throwing their money away. We let people gamble because we believe in freedom. But these terrible drugs are really, really addictive, you say. Well, so is tobacco, and so is alcohol, and we don't ban them. I've got an idea. Take 10% of what we're currently spending on the drug war and run really slick ads. You know, hire Don Draper. Nobody's going to want to take drugs after they see his campaign. You're going to be money ahead. Instead, it's only Oregon hippies and beaver trappers in Colorado who can legally fire up a doobie. Well, you know what? We need a rule in this country, and here it is. The rule is you can't take people's money and you can't tell people what to do unless you have a really, really good reason. Is that such a weird philosophy? How about if we had a brand new mindset? Let's end the presumption of taxing citizens in order to hand out government-issued prizes designed to entice votes. Let's instruct lawmakers to view every single proposed restriction on a citizen's freedom or every confiscation of a citizen's funds—some refer to that phenomenon as taxation—with an enormous dollop of skepticism. The presumption would be any law that takes people's money or freedom from them is a bad idea. Now, knock yourself out. Try and talk us out of that mindset with respect to your pet project. Can you imagine how America would be transformed if these notions, utterly antithetical to the DNA of politicians everywhere, somehow took hold? Our leaders wouldn't be telling us how much to pay people, what kind of bags we can stuff our groceries into, and how many forms in triplicate a ten-year-old girl wanting to sell lemonade on the sidewalk has to complete. Some people say, well, folks who take drugs need help. We shouldn't be encouraging that. Well, guess what? If you legalize it, folks are more likely to get help. Because it's illegal now, a lot of people don't want to ask for help because they'd be admitting they're criminals. Again, PC Army, get to work here. You've got a track record. Shops used to be closed on Sundays. Last I checked, they're open. Lucy and Desi had to sleep in twin beds. Remember that cable porn I mentioned? Yes, I think you do. Oh, and then there's your crowning achievement in the culture wars. I seem to recall gay marriage used to be unthinkable. Now it's unthinkable to say anything bad about it. If you object to it now, you're branded an inbred hillbilly. You know, like that wacko lady who went to jail because she didn't want her name on gay wedding marriage certificates. Good lord, I can't believe she doesn't already have her own reality show. So why don't we get the president in on this? He's pretty opinionated. He wants to close Gitmo and spread terrorists around the land. A couple of dozen Al-Qaeda wackos in every state. Kind of like Johnny Jihad Appleseed. He's not shy about that. He nixed that big pipeline down from Canada, even though it would be hugely helpful for our energy situation, and put about a bazillion people to work. He nixed it because, well, you know, we need to make a statement about climate change. Don't get me started. Do you know how much difference our fossil fuels make compared to the fossil fuels that are belched into the atmosphere by China and India and the other countries that have the weight advantage on us? Think about this. Imagine a swimming pool filled with sludge. I mean, it's disgusting. And let's say... We want to clean that sludge up. So what we do is, instead of tossing into that pool of sludge two barrels of sludge, which is our normal national contribution, let's toss in two barrels of Evian water. Now you have the approximate effect of America backing off of its pipeline on global warming. Trust me, to quote Al Gore, the debate is over. Anyway, back to the president. He's pretty good at picking up trends, He has a bunch of states that are legalizing marijuana now, but can he bring himself to say, well, since I can do anything I want by executive order, let's decide the federal government is not going to go after people for smoking dope. Nope, he just can't bring himself to do it. And as a result, we're in this weird, limbo, twilight zone world. Your state legalized marijuana. That's great. Well, not really so great, dude. It's still a freaking federal crime. So just how much money are we spending on our drug war, money that could go back into our pockets where it belongs? Well, every year it adds up to roughly $35 billion. Somebody with a calculator figured out that's $500 a second. It's almost as much as David Boy's charges. And how many folks get caught up in the drug war net? Oh, about 1.7 million people a year, including 700,000 just for marijuana offenses. Now. On the other hand, if we were to decide to legalize drugs and start taxing them like we do alcohol and tobacco, you want to know how much revenue we'd raise every year? $47 billion. The people have all sorts of excuses for not legalizing drugs. Oh, the population will turn into zombies. Well, it hasn't happened in the places we've legalized drugs, but let's say it does we can criminalize it again. We know how to change laws in Washington. You think it's going to be a problem to reverse it? Well, if the country has gone into the toilet because nobody wants to work anymore, that's going to be seen as a pretty big problem, and I think Congress will probably have the guts to do the right thing. Plus, think about the people who would be working to fight to keep drugs legal. You really think they have the energy and drive to do anything about it? Plus, there's this angle. It's probably true some people will jump into the drug bucket and never come out. But really, were any of those guys going to cure cancer? Was the guy who succumbs to the temptation to get high seven days a week, was he really going to invent cold fusion? More likely, he was Sean Penn in Fast Times at Ridgemont High before and after legalization. Public opinion polls say over half of Americans support legalizing marijuana. It's up 20 percentage points in the last decade. So what's the problem? Don't politicians like to make the majority of people happy? Then there's the fact that banning drugs has been a colossal failure. A failure that comes with violence and corruption, that undermines economic development, keeps millions in poverty. I guess we just didn't learn from prohibition, did we? There was no Al Capone before Prohibition. There basically was no mafia. We made those guys. I mean, they were made guys, but we made them a second time. Without drug cases in our court system, the legal system wouldn't be such a complete and total congealed mess. There's also the fact that when a huge percentage of the population does something, maybe the lawmakers can get a clue and realize it shouldn't be illegal. Crime is a scourge in this country. It's a scandal that we basically burn mountains of Benjamins on projects that are total crap. And then at the end of the year, we look around and we realize, oh my God, we don't have enough money to maintain the prisons. So let's let the prisoners out. That's what we're doing. In California, we're reclassifying crimes. We call felonies now misdemeanors. So we'll have a reason to let folks out early because we don't have enough money. What does the war on drugs do when it comes to crime? Well, they took a survey of 700 police chiefs around the country, and they blame drugs for 20% of the murders and rapes, 25% of car thefts, 40% of robberies and assaults, and 50% of the nation's burglaries and thefts. Gee, maybe legalizing drugs would make sense. When something is, legal, is illegal and demand is healthy, well, that means the price goes way up. And when the price goes up, you've got to commit crimes to pay that higher price. It did a study in Detroit recently. For whatever reason, the price of heroin went up 10%. It resulted in a 6% jump in armed robbery, a 6% increase in assault, and a 3% jump in total property crimes. I know, I'm talking crazy. Nobody's going to legalize heroin in this country, you're saying. And as for methamphetamine use, well, we all watched Breaking Bad. For several years, we got a real good close-up view of what folks who enjoy meth look like. You wouldn't exactly want to invite them over for Sunday dinner. But you know what? You wouldn't want those people in your home, whether drugs are legal or not. So maybe we'll have to settle for patience, slow, incremental change. Let's see how things work out up in Washington State, shall we? Maybe, maybe we should just hire David Boys and Ted Olson and have them file a lawsuit. That seems to move things along really quickly. Now, maybe you never heard this group called the First Class. They were a one-hit wonder but their solitary smash is a keeper. Their pride and joy is gonna put a smile on your face. This song fought its way to number four on the U.S. charts in 1974, and it's number 44 on our top 50. Give a listen to Beach Babe.
1: And from July to the end of September Surfing was fun, we'd be out in the sun every day. Mm-hmm. I never thought that it would end mm-hmm. and I was everybody's friend